hey, you know what I believe? I believe every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible. I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where your courageous life starts. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week, or should I say another year, of the Get Off The Bench podcast. It's uh, start of the year 2021 and um, 2020 has been one hell of a year and I think that while some people have suffered terribly I think that we can't let that year define us we have to sort of look forward to you know how we can control our lives how we can start from today even and uh, you know drive our own lives and you know, uh, I guess look for silver linings and look for the positives. And it's, it's, I know life isn't always positive, but I think that sometimes we've just got to make the most of whatever situation we're in. But I hope you've had a fantastic um, Christmas or at least holiday break, depending on what you believe in. I hope that it was safe. I hope that you had some downtime and just a little bit of time to sort of let 2020 fall off and spend some time with those you love, even if it was uh, via Zoom. But this year, I want to move into 2021. In, in our house, we're going into it with a what the hell attitude as in as in what the hell I'm going for it I don't care you know I'm not going to let my fears stop me I'm not going to let self-doubt stop me I'm just going to go in and just see what happens and be completely vulnerable so that's what we're feeling uh, as we move into 2021 so I hope you've had some thoughts about how you might approach it but one thing that's really important is how much heart we put out into the world and in particular, how much heart we put into business. Now, I know when I go into a shop and somebody's, you know, rude and only in it for the money, I don't want to be in there. But when I go into another shop or whether I'm deal with, dealing with somebody online and they're genuinely, you know, their heart's in it, you can really feel it. And they, they truly want to serve you. It's a whole different energy. And I think that we need to start moving in that direction because we need to shift some of the um, negative energy in, in the world, on the planet, and we need to really start to care about others. And and in turn, of course, if we care about others, we feel much better. And now we serve ourselves as well. So why why wouldn't we? Anyway, I want to. Uh, that's where I want to head this year. And I wanted to start the year off with a guest who is going to uh, talk about this. Actually, it's part of his business and it's what he does. So who better to start the year than my guest today, Tyson Sharp. So let me tell you about him. If it's your mission to heighten human consciousness and spread emotional awareness, you're in the right place. Tyson Sharp looks to achieve this mission by helping spiritual coaches, healers and light workers create more reach, impact and income in their business. In the last six years, Tyson has coached hundreds of online business owners, helping them integrate their spiritual growth with profitable business strategies so they can step into the role of the heart-centered CEO, which allows them to execute business growth strategies through the filter of love, compassion, kindness and contribution. Tyson is the creator of the online community called The Serving Circle and is also the host of the Awaken Your Business podcast. He believes that integrating your spirit with business strategy is the best way to create the impact and income that your heart is pulling you towards. Welcome, Tyson. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for allowing me to be here and obviously uh, have an incredible interview, but yeah, it's a pleasure. Oh, it's my pleasure to have you. It's um, as I said in the introduction. You know, I want to start this year with um, you know uh, putting a lot more heart and love into businesses. You know, and inspiring people to really think more a lot more about that. So I think that you're the uh, perfect guest to start the year off with, and um, yeah, and hopefully you can you can add some more color to that and and get people thinking more about how they can serve others. So absolutely, really happy to have you. 
Yeah. No problem. I think that's what everyone is sort of hinting towards as well. If 2020's taught us some things. It's just like it's it's a breakdown of what we thought our lives was all about, you know, and it sort of encouraged us to really find out not only what's true for us, but what we really want to do in the world and what, what, what ways in which we really want to contribute, right? And yeah. so that's what I find a lot of people are starting to guide themselves toward. And if we can use the aspect of business to to grow and contribute at levels that we know we can, then I'm all for that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's, um, you know, the years of competition have, uh, are just have gone. You know, it's just... um. Where there's no room anymore for looking after yourself, you know, at the expense of others. It's, there's just no room for that. So I think um, the more we can uh, really, and I mean genuinely love people, you know, where that's the world's going to be a much better place. So I love what you're doing. Absolutely love what you're doing. And I met you through the Serving Circle, which we will talk about later. And, um, you know, I've been watching your videos and, you know, and, just the energy you're putting out into the world, it's, just, it's magnificent, you know, and it's, and it's um, coming from a beautiful place. You can tell, you can tell when people are, are bullshitting about it, can't you? You know, it's um, <laughs> different, all different energy, but yeah, yours is good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I, I totally agree in terms of everyone now is a content creator. You know, we all have yeah. the ability to do uh, podcasts and uh, interviews and videos and posts. And I really think that we're, the, we're, we're starting to fine-tune out our way in which people, uh, we can see if they're truly authentic or if they're truly being vulnerable and from a safe space of, of love or if they have an agenda of what they want to get and the social status they want to, you know, they want to achieve because of their social media presence. And, and that's the feedback I consistently get is, is that, you know, the, the energy and the feel of the content definitely flows through. Mm. And that's why I love, you know, obviously connecting and collaborating with a lot of different people who have a similar intent. The intent is to truly just be as vulnerable, authentic and honest as we can in order to, in order to serve the greater good of others. And I think that's the, uh, that's the theme of the content. But obviously if people are coming from that place, then they're, they're going to be in flow themselves as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think there's, um, you know, some people feel like, well, why, why would I give that to others? You know, I don't want to lose out myself. But it's a really um, solid misconception because when you're serving others and helping others and genuinely caring, it, 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 it comes back tenfold. And not that you'd be looking for that as a payoff, but it's just a byproduct of doing yes. that kind of thing. And it's, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. So how, what made you... Um, you know, like, how did you come to believe in the importance of integrating spirit with business? Were you like this all your life, or did did you, did you suddenly have a turning point, or was it a series of events? No, I, I basically came out of the womb with that belief, and no, that didn't happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was it was definitely a, an evolving journey. I think the the real big turning point uh, that you're hinting towards is. Uh, a few years into my business journey, so I had started as, a, as an online coach and I was growing my business and, you know, a few years into it, things were going quite well and I was reaching what many would consider the, the, the successful milestones of, you know, my first 10K months and, and you know, my, my community was growing and my content was getting a lot of engagement. But I'm not sure if, if, if too many people have felt this as well, but I just felt so hooked and attached to external results. Yeah. And I was in a, in, a, in a real position where my worthiness was attached to my next level of success. And so if I didn't succeed or continue to succeed, I felt like I wasn't safe. I felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt like I wasn't loved. And I kept feeling that, that emptiness in my, in my stomach that I needed to fill with those mm. external things. And, you know, it's just, it's just in divine timing that it was around about when I started noticing those patterns that all my external circumstances really started falling apart. You know, my, my clients dried up, my, uh, my income dried up, the clients, some of the clients I even had had to get refunds through just crazy circumstances. Wow. And as, you, as you'd expect, I found myself at the time what felt like back to zero. Yeah. And not only did that allow my ego to freak out but this side of me i call this my my inner five-year-old this inner five-year-old was freaking out because i felt like i needed to make money to be safe i felt like i needed to succeed 
to feel loved and to feel enough and to feel worthy. And so that side of me was freaking out. Now, the, the, the point in which you're, uh, you're hinting towards here is instead of now building my business from that place, instead of now building my business from a place of fear or scarcity or, or lack, mm. I just decided to sit in this chair and sit in, in silence to be there, to be a loving, safe space for the side of me that was scared. Yep. For the side of me that had those beliefs around money and around success and around worthiness. And to my surprise, the more I felt all this sadness and guilt and frustration and worry, the more those patterns started to leave, the more they started to transcend, the more I, I was just able to hold a loving safe space for them, they were to be seen and they were actually to move on. And what I started realizing was that a lot of these patterns that we have in terms of our emotional world are coming up because they're ready to leave. They're ready to be seen. They're ready to come out and to to express so that you can access the deeper gifts within you. Mm. And I think building a business from that deeper, or like as you call it, even even just getting off the bench with Mm. those deeper resources that are found through this process uh, really allowed me to not only achieve more success, but to do it in a way where I feel free and I feel enough and I feel worthy, regardless of if I achieve it or not. So that's yeah. really that was really the turning point of integrating both the spirituality along with business strategy. Yep. No, I love it. I love it. And I, I agree. I did some um, shadow work this year, you know, and it all, yeah, this year. I'm just, Well, in 2020, I did some shadow work because this one's going to come out on the 1st of January. So, but um, I... Yeah, and it was really amazing because when you talk about worth, you know, that's one thing that came up for me was that I was, um, well, I didn't even know this, you know, I was believing, had this really deep, deep belief that um, what I brought to the table didn't have any value, you know, and or, the, or that I th- believed others thought that of me. And, and I didn't even know that was sitting under there. And now that it's sort of out in the open, you know, and, and now that I've got it out in my conscious mind and it's it's completely disappeared, you know, or it comes up every now and then. I'm like, no, no, off you go. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're, not, we're not doing this anymore. So it's amazing what we hold inside us, isn't it? And it's um, yeah. and how it drives us. And, you know, I remember, I remember many years ago, and I don't know who it was, one of the great spiritual masters says, you know, every decision you make is is made from love or fear, you know, and that has never left me. That was would have been fifteen years ago or more that I heard that, and wow. it's um such a powerful thing to remember. You know, to ask yourself where where am I sitting when I'm making this decision, and you know, it's um yeah, it's very very powerful. Oh, I love you. St- I love I love all that. It's and oh gee, I think that's a really good thing. I wonder if people can actually have the courage to do what you did and sit in a chair and you you know just completely be in, enveloped in those feelings and and cope with it. Yeah, it, it is. It is a huge. It's a huge shift. It was for me especially, but mm. for so many people, if if we're living in you know if you're living in the Western world in in what many describe as you know our, our modern society mm. it we, we truly do we truly are conditioned as a pattern to control our external environment yeah. in order for us to feel how we want to feel internally yeah. right yeah. and what i find is that we we've built these patterns you know uh, from from childhood of who we need to be and what our life needs to look like in order for us to be safe mm. and in order for us to feel enough and loved and I just find that so many people are trying to consistently shift their external world and shift their uh, their circumstances in order to make their five-year-olds feel better, you yeah. know, in order yeah. to make these five-year-olds that learn these particular beliefs feel better. So, for example, if someone has the, uh, you know, the, the pattern like when they were younger, they just wanted to be loved mm. and they just wanted to be safe. They just wanted to be heard. They just wanted to be you know, felt they just want to feel worthy and all of a sudden they start walking and people give them all this attention and they think, oh, man, I've got the gift of life now. I've got the gift of love. It's, it's, it's walking. Mm. And then all of a sudden it's, it's, you know, doing finger painting. Then it's doing uh, reading, reading, reading in their first run, racing, uh, you know, running race. Yeah. And then it's in school and then it's in, uh, you know, academics and then it's in, Whatever, and it just keeps going until it's their job, and then it's their cars, and then it's their house, and then and then what? And then I find they're just building their life 
based on this internal five-year-old that says, I need to achieve to feel enough. Yeah. Yep. And it's that five-year-old that I had to sit with. And as you know, doing shadow work, it's not easy, but I just sat here with like tears rolling down my face, mm. just holding space for this guilt and this sadness and this pressure that said you need to do income-generating activities and you need, you're letting your customers down, you're letting your clients down, you know, you're not being mm. responsible. And I sat here in this chair for six hours wow. and just let all of that be there. I just let all the fears, doubts, frustrations come up and exist in my body as I welcomed them. And I found that not only was it so healing, but it's, it's what we're basically in, in society, you know, conditioned to do the opposite. Yeah. Whenever we feel better, you know, whenever we, whenever we feel sad or frustrated or, or guilty or whatever, we're, we're trained to fix it. Mm. We're trained something's wrong, we need to fix it, or we need to avoid it, or we need to resist it. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. And just quickly, I'll describe, uh, it's kind of like if you have a five-year-old in the park, and let's say these five-year-olds, it's someone else's five-year-old, and they come up to you, and let's say they're lost and they don't know where their parents are. If they come to you for safety, and you can see there's so much sadness and confusion, and they're lost, and they, and they, they just feel this fear, yep. would you tell that five-year-old, go away until you feel better? Yeah. Or it's exactly. wrong you're feeling this way. You need to be fixed. Yeah. Right? Of course we would. Mm. A lot of us are thinking like, who the hell's this guest on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> telling tell, tell, tell me these things? But we, but that's exactly what we do to our internal five-year-olds when yeah. they come up to be seen. We yeah. resist them. We avoid them. We do whatever we can to make them wrong so they can be fixed. And what I find is that just pushes them down further mm. so that they can, you know, not only grow unconsciously but erupt in, in other areas. Yep. Yep, that's a really good analogy. And it is exactly like, you know, I always imagine it's like a balloon, you know, those sausage balloons, you know, and if, if you squeeze on one end, it is going to express itself on the other end. You know, uh, this yes. is, it's a perfect, um, you know, visual of what happens, you know, if, if we do start to suppress something or start to squeeze it in, you know, it will express in behaviours you know that that aren't aren't good that that are out of shape. You know that's mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. I love that analogy, and I I've said that to people too. You wouldn't you wouldn't just get a kid and punch it in the face, you know. So why do why do we do it to ourselves all the time? <laughs> why do we we're constantly doing it, you know? And it's it's if if you stop and think, but I think it's not. I don't think it's because we deliberately do it. I think that most people don't understand that when that comes up, it is a little. It is there in a child, you know, trying to express themselves or it is something, you know, emotions or whatever that need to come up. And I think that we've got a, a generally speaking, a negative view of, of emotions, yeah. you know, and I think that oh, I think we should let them out. I think we should be vulnerable. And I, say, I think we should say, I love you. I'm scared and all that kind of stuff. And just so, let, let it out. Yeah. Especially if you're coming off the bench, right? If, you, if, you, if, you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're coming up off the bench and you're really – looking to get outside your comfort zone yeah. wouldn't you expect this to come up you know wouldn't you expect some some old patterns yeah. and some false self to start freaking out because you're getting outside your comfort zone because you're willing to grow yeah right you're, you're willing to get outside your comfort zone so that you can grow so that you have more to give to the world mm. and on that journey there's going to be some sides of you that need to fall away. There's going to be some old patterns. There's going to be some old stories that need to fall away. And therefore, those, those stories, those, those false selves are going to go kicking and screaming because mm. they think they're going to die, yeah. right? Because they're like, if I get outside here and I fail or if I get outside here and I launch this podcast or I get, uh, launch this Facebook group or whatever and I, I look bad, or I make the wrong decision, or I get judged, mm. right? All of a sudden, this five-year-old that says, if I get judged, I'm not safe. Yeah. Or if I get ridiculed, I won't be loved. Yeah. They need to come up to be seen so they can be felt, so they can be heard and understood and loved unconditionally. Mm. And I think that's part of the process. I think if you're to succeed at the level that you need to, we're at a, con- a level of consciousness now, where if you're to succeed at the level that you want, you have to love the side of you that can fail. Yeah. Or if you want to, if you want financial abundance, you have to love the side of you that can go broke. Or if you, if you, you know, want to get out there and be, you know, social media uh, superstar, you have to love the side of you that can be judged. 
right? And can look bad and can make mistakes. So I find that we're at a level of consciousness now where this this deep inner work is truly what is truly where the the key lies. Mm. If if you are to you know break out of your of your comfort zone and do something that you've never done before. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. I hear so often, you know, exactly uh, confirming that, you know, people say to me so often, oh, I've, I've always wanted to, you know, I'd love to do this. I've, you know, been thinking about this for years. And I say, and they get really dreamy in the eyes, you know, like, oh, and I say, why don't you? Oh, no, 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 and I can't. You know, it's it's just, it's it's amazing how many people want to get off the bench. In fact, I'd say ninety percent of people want to get off the bench, and yet very few actually do. And it's just yeah. it's just pushing through that fear, and it's just such a an uncomfortable thing. But it's actually not that uncomfortable. Like it's, you know, just one step in front of the other, and uh, you know, everything turns out. Everything does turn out, and there is a lot of pain, but that's okay. That's yeah. okay. And what when you're sort of describing is like. If someone is talking about it but not doing it, it's because obviously they're receiving some byproducts by not doing it, right? So they're, they're able to express to their family and friends and audience, you know, oh, I'm going to do this thing. And that may give them some satisfaction like some, you know, anticipation or some, you know, reward of recognition that they're going to go do this thing while also simultaneously staying in their comfort zone by not doing it, yeah. right? And so there's a, there's a bit of a trade-off, a bit of a byproduct there of, of what they might be receiving. But vice versa, I think what you said, if you get outside the comfort zone, there's going to be a lot of pain. But if if you associate more pain with where you are right now and not mm. doing it yep. and and more pleasure in, in going out and doing it, then I think that's where you, that you actually start taking the action and the, and the steps moving forward. Yeah, I agree. It's just that we're so conditioned to, uh, we, we have a preference to avoid pain than to get the gain, you know. So it's very hard to um, encourage people to do something based on the pleasure that they can't yet see, you know. That that's because the pain is very, very real. But um, I can't, uh, I can't, you know. I I do this podcast and I've written the book and you know I talk about it and I run workshops and I, I just can't say it enough that it's it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. No matter how hard it is, you know, in, in, in the start, you, you, you get what you want. You know, you get to live the life you want. You get to be happy. You're happy in your heart. You know, you, you're doing the thing you love. And it's just the, the payoff is incredible once you push through. And I'm not saying that you have to push through blackberries. I am saying you have to push through blackberries to get to a green field, but there's always blackberries that keep coming up. You know, they don't just disappear once you get to the other side. And it's, I, I think that's part of the journey. I think that's, um, I kind of like blackberry bushes. I do. <laughs> I do. Give me some more blackberry bushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sick of the scratches, but anyway, it's, <laughs> I think it's good. But, oh, no, I, I love this. Do you think it's um becoming, you know, the heart-centeredness thing is becoming um, more accepted as as complementary to business rather than the opposite of business? Do you think people are now starting to see them as a complementary thing that can blend together, you know, and be quite financially rewarding and as well as uh, spiritually rewarding? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think where, you know, on the planet we're at now, especially after 2020, we're, we're heightening our level of consciousness. And 30, 40, you know, even 20 years ago, there was a, we were at the consciousness where, you know, marketing and sales was all about the numbers. Yep. It's all about the, the push and the strategies and the, and the, and the tactics to, you know, to boost more sales, to get more numbers. Yep. And um, that worked, right? It definitely worked. It definitely worked to a point where that's what people wanted to learn. That's what was, you know, that's what was that the market was all about. Um, but I find now I, I work with hundreds of online business owners, and obviously, you know, the serving circles, you know, getting up to one point four thousand members. Mm. So I talk to a lot of online business owners. I talk to a lot of uh, people in sales, and marketing, and strategy, and all these different things. And it just seems like you can even feel now. When someone messages you, yep. and someone has a, a text message, like even if it's short, you know when there's an agenda. You can feel it. Yep. You can almost feel when someone's reaching out with a with a an intent to to sell or an intent to 
uh, you know, push something onto you that they don't even know is in your best interest or not. Yeah. And neither do you, yeah. right? And because of that, I find that there's a different, now a different way to do marketing, to do sales, to build business. And I think if you were to reach the biggest, if you were to reach the biggest impact and create the most amount of income for yourself, then it's definitely coupling both. It's coupling mm-hmm. both your your spirituality and your spiritual growth along with business strategy mm-hmm. and, and using the tactics, tools and strategies through a filter of love, of kindness, of compassion, of understanding mm-hmm. uh, because where when you couple both those things, you don't only reach people in order with the underlying current of service and, yeah. and unconditional love and, and truly wanting to contribute, mm-hmm. um, but you truly reach them at a level that is more of their spirit and heart as well. And people can feel when there's a heart-to-heart interaction. And I find business is a byproduct of that heart-to-heart interaction. So when you reach out to someone and you truly want to help and serve and you're just there with no expectation of what it may look like or no expectation of what might come might come back in return, mm. people can also feel that, Yeah. right? When someone reached out and asked you, like, how can I help? Like, I, I saw you on this post. I saw you on this video. I loved it. How can I help you in your message? Like, you can feel that. Yeah. You feel that authenticity and that vulnerability, that openness. And I find building a business on on the platform of that kind of service and love and, you know, unconditional contribution, I think that's where our, our consciousness is now moving and I think that, is where people are now starting to see where where uh, where it helps business and you personally as well. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I, I I have a few of those people in LinkedIn, and they're usually the bloody um, forex traders. You know, somebody's yeah. somebody's given them the same script to a million of them, but um, totally. it's it's and it's just you feel it, and you actually feel angry. Do you know when you get when you get them, you feel betrayed. You know, it's almost like mm. you feel. Um, I don't know, like you, you're completely disregarded as a human, you know, when you get those kind of messages. Yeah. And, yeah, I yeah, 100% agree. I think that building relationships is um, is the, the number one, no matter what. And and the thing that uh, people also need to know, and you'll, you'll, I know you'll vouch for this, is that relationships can take years to build. You know, it's not a, it's not a quick thing that, you know, sometimes it is actually. Sometimes you just gel with somebody, but... Yeah. Sometimes it can take a long, long time, you know, just to and genuinely just talking about stuff, you know, until until things happen. But where do you reckon? Um, so I hear what you're saying, you know, with what you what you just talked about. What what the word kindness, you know, that's always had a bit of a fluffy edge to it, you know, and a bit of a feminine edge. Do you know what I mean? And and it's kind of like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. But it's really starting to move now and, and really be solid. You know, I see a lot of, um, in particular males, you know, talking about kindness, which I think is fantastic. Where do you reckon we're at with that? You know, that it's an acceptable part of um, conversation. Do you reckon we're just at the start, well into it, or we're, uh, or it's a long way from being the norm? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on what you define as kindness and where you sort of define the journey itself. I mean, True. As, as, as I say, as I say, when, whenever you study uh, ancient wisdom, you know, like, like me, I, I studied a lot of uh, Taoism and yeah. the Tao Te Ching this year. And, you know, Lao Tzu truly does, you know, suggest, as so many spiritual masters do, is that kindness is our nature. Mm. right kindness is truly our nature and our spiritual journey is just returning us to who and what we are and it's returning us to kindness to gentleness to love to service and when you when you truly go back to your 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 nature um which is totally a return trip we're all on i feel that you know this is when you integrate that into your life you feel more of who and what you are Mm, it might not be as safe to the mind because the mind thinks i need to get you know the mind thinks who i am is what i do who i am is what i have and who i am is my is the you know my opinions the opinions of others what others think of yeah and kindness doesn't really reflect in there you know Mm, 
if, if I'm kind to this person, yeah, I'll be kind to them, but what do I get? You know, what, do I, what does that mean for me? Mm. That's what the ego is. And the ego isn't bad. The ego is just unconscious. Yeah. And I sort of I, I have a similar uh, approach when people, like you said, reach out on LinkedIn. And people reach out on LinkedIn and they're basically just spam, right? Mm. I think it's a it's a part of my spiritual journey to send just as much love to them as anyone else. Yeah. And the reason being is because if I'm, if, if I'm in this space of, you know, of, of judging or if I'm in the space of saying, you know, this person's doing something wrong, then I'm not loving unconditionally. Mm. And, in, and in fact, when I do that, I'm just judging a side of myself, mm. you know. And so I think when it comes to kindness, we, we can truly challenge ourselves and ask ourselves today, today in this scenario, when I go into my next segment of the day, how can I truly add more kindness, more love, more compassion, more presence, right? Mm. How can I allow at a deeper level and just allow things to unfold without interfering or, or intervening in an in a aggressive way or in a way that's controlling? And what you'll find is you, you feel more of who and what you are. You'll feel more, more at peace. Yeah, your mind will freak out and say, what do I get from this? But intuitively, you start to feel more aligned. And that's what I find. I, when I've, I started meditating, and once I had that six-hour meditation of just sitting in silence, I decided I'm going to meditate two hours a day. Mm, wow. And that's just sitting in silence and just receiving. Not only whatever's coming up for me in terms of all the fears, doubts, and emotions on the uh, entrepreneurial journey, but truly just allowing for insights and wisdom and guidance. And, you know, I had this calling and this voice that just said, just grow a community and fall in love with serving and everything else will be taken care of. Wow. And, and, so, and that's what I did. I, and so every day I wake up and I say, how may I serve? And that's where you see the serving circle now and, and the reason why it's, it's growing and it's, it's really engaging and people love it. It obviously provides a, you know, you know assists my business as a byproduct. But it's it's on the back of me just waking up and asking that question, how may I serve and getting more in touch with who and what I am, which is kindness, which is love, which is presence, which is, you know, which is service, yep. gentleness, allowing, yeah. you know, and, and that's really where I find it, it uh, can exist for everyone else as well. Mm. Oh, I love it. Well, you're helping, um, you know, spiritual coaches, healers, light workers, all that kind of stuff and create more reach. You, you say reach, impact, and income in their businesses. So what sort of services are you, are you like, uh, apart from the serving circle, you're serving people, you know, just sort of helping them where you can. But if, if someone comes to you for coaching, what, what kind of um, work are you doing with them to help them reach those things? Yeah, right now I'm, I'm, I have a six-month six program. So I launched this, it was about four, four or five months ago. Um, as a as a beta program, and I had twelve people jump in, and I filled it within a couple of weeks, which was amazing. Mm. And so, filled up the program and just started really helping people, and like you said, light workers and, and real heart centered business owners couple yep. their spirituality with business strategy. And so, we do a lot of a lot of group coaching, and I also offer um, allow them for one on one. Although I'm moving more towards um, group coaching and online training like my online modules that i'm creating yeah uh, to really help them with their their marketing with their messaging and really with you know sales and, and getting outreach in a way that's aligned in a way that's heartfelt in a way that's fun for god's sake right mm -hmm. in a way that is truly aligned so that not only you can create more income for yourself but you create more impact as a byproduct and they just fall on each other it's like the more income you make the more impact you make the more impact you make the more income yeah. you make and um, I'm helping people just do that the way I've been taught how to do it, the way I've figured it out myself and, you know, gone on my spiritual journey and how to integrate those, those disciplines. Um, and so that's really my, my heart's calling now because I find the more people that get their true aligned gifts out to the world, yeah. that's truly what the world needs is, is whatever's flowing through you in terms of your divine, your grace, you know, your God consciousness, whatever you want to call it, whatever's flowing through you needs to get out into the world. And that's what the world needs. So the more we can do that through the avenue of business, the the more win-win-wins, you know, always mm. go around. Mm. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah, that's that's 
Well, and I can see that growing and growing and growing because, as we said before, you know, that that's starting to become bigger and bigger. You know, people are realising that that's um, what's needed now. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, I'm glad someone like you is doing it. So, how have you got a, any? What, give us a couple of tips, like just for people who um, are sitting at home thinking, oh, I don't know how to expand my art and my business. You know, that sort of stuff. Have you got any? Um, you know, how can they expand their hearts and create an identity that both stretches them but also puts them in alignment with who they truly are? Like, is there some little meditation or tip that, you know, people could try to st- to start to bring themselves into themselves? Yeah, totally, totally. I, I have um, I have videos on my, uh, well, I have podcast interviews and I, I put them up on YouTube showing people how to go through uh, a similar process that I go through yep. whenever I'm, I'm sitting in silence. And it basically just, it's, it really is just allowing deeper levels of surrender. So when you sit in silence, you just welcome in everything that's coming up, all the thoughts, all the emotions, all the fears, doubts, frustrations, and you feel it physically in your body and you just hold a loving space for it to be there. The more you welcome it, the more you allow it, and the more you just visualize this, you know, this, this, internal five-year-old sitting on your lap the more you just allow yourself give yourself permission to feel fear give yourself permission to feel frustrated give yourself permission to feel confused and the more you feel it the more you welcome it in the more you allow it to be there the more it starts to move on the more it starts to transcend and it needs to be said that you're not feeling it so that it will move on Mm. right you're feeling it so you can hold loving safe space for it and be unconditional about it similar to the five-year-old in the park Mm. But it'll move on in its own time. It's divine time. Whether that's 30 seconds, 30 minutes, 30 days, 30 years, who cares, yeah. right? Yep. The, the idea is to feel it fully. And I find everything on the everything that's done in that work aids your business. When mm. it comes to your business side of things, you know, the, the insights and the guidance you get as a byproduct of that meditation or that inner work really starts to channel how you market yourself and when it comes to marketing when it comes to putting it your 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 voice what really truly does matter is your messaging mm. your messaging because it doesn't matter what social media platform you're on whether you're on TikTok or instagram or facebook or youtube like i'm sure you can see all platforms will work all platforms yeah. can work all platforms you know might fail it doesn't matter what matters is, is your messaging aligned? Is your messaging tight? Does your messaging make sense? Yeah. If it does, and it does for the right person, then any social media platform can work. And you just have to get the messaging piece right. And so that's really what I spend a lot of my time doing is helping people, especially hearts and business owners, really get their messaging aligned and their messaging right so that it makes sense to the other people instead of just to them themselves. Yeah. I find that's a huge piece as well. That's a massive piece. I've um, struggled with messaging all year, you know, and it's um, <laughs> keep changing it. And it's um, it is it's actually hard to get your own messaging right from from your own vantage point. Yeah, I love that, and I love that idea. I'm going to try it. I'm going to actually, well, when I've got some time without uh, you know, other people in the house, I'm going to sit and do my silence stuff and see what comes up. That's that's really good. I I really love it. Um, so you talk about YouTube. So, um, you've got a YouTube uh, channel. What's that called? Um, it's basically you can just Google. You just um type in Tyson Coaching or Tyson Sharpens, and the videos will come up. Yep. Um, yeah. The, there's, there's videos on there. I do interviews as well, but I also do some live coaching where people in the service so jump on Zoom and, you know, I, I walk them through the process of, of how to transcend these patterns of fears and doubts and frustrations as you call it, as, as you get off the bench and you actually start taking the actions towards your goals and towards your life and all those different things. Um, mm. And I do have some videos on there talking about particular aspects of, of business and your messaging and your marketing and things like that. So that people can um, people can really really start rocking and rolling and getting going and, and obviously they can jump in the surfing circle to start collaborating with people once they have their messaging right. Mm. Um, but yeah, people can jump on there and people can uh, and, and people can find out information there. But I think even just the tips, even just the willingness to sit in silence is, is totally the first step. Mm. Um, so you're speaking of the serving circles. So, and we've been talking, we've we've mentioned it quite a few times. So, tell us what the goal is for the, for that initiative. Yeah. So the goal, really, I 
took me a while, but studying um, business and spirituality and then talking with hundreds of business owners, I started realizing and, and started noticing the pattern that our cultural society, you know, especially Western society, doesn't support, you know, as, as it stands, doesn't support the, our heart's journey. We have this, we generally, when you sit in science and you start receiving some higher guidance, you know, generally a lot of us have this, this mission, this purpose, this, this, uh, this you know, leap that we want to take to start serving and contributing at, at deeper levels. And what I find is that Western society or cultural norms don't support that journey. You know? That's why when people take this leap, they run into, oh, my God, how am I going to make money doing that? Yeah. Or what am I? What am my family going to think? Am I being irresponsible? Yeah. And even just the know-how of how the hell do I grow a business that's aligned and that makes money consistently? And we're not taught these things. We're not. We're not taught or conditioned on how to go on that on that heart's journey. Mm. And so that's why I started creating the Serving Circle, where everyone who's on that journey can come together to start collaborating to start supporting each other, to work together, not only, not only in terms of collaborations but service exchanges, right, and yeah. exchanging interviews, sharing each other's audiences yep. and, um, and doing it in a way that's heartfelt, in a way that's aligned and in a way that, they're, that it's led by unconditional service. And if yeah. you can jump in there and you can just fall in love with the art of serving and just love contributing, your business grows as a byproduct because you meet more people, you get more collaborations, you get more referrals, you get more clients, and that's what I find is, is really cool. And we do weekly Zoom calls as well that are, that are collaboration calls. And, you know, consistently we, we get, you know, 30, 35 people, things like this to jump on live, yeah. and they're all just starting to collaborate. They're all starting to meet each other and get, in, get on each other's podcasts and all these really cool things, um, and they just love the energy. And so I'm testing and tweaking it, of course, as, as I move along, and I'm always asking how uh, a different and creative ways I can serve that, that community. But it's, it's been a real uh, confirmation that this is really what people are after and this is where we're moving to. Mm, oh, I love it. I haven't seen – I have seen pictures of the Zoom calls, but I haven't been on one yet, so I think I might have to uh, make make the room in my week to start joining them. I think that would be Definitely. fantastic. Definitely. You're missing out. I know. I can, You're going to drop can, everything. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, God, that's not always easy, is it? But we're, we're, <laughs> well, I'm going to try. I am, I'm going to try. Um, now, also your podcast, you know, Awaken Your Business – Tell us more about that. Like, what sort of people are you interviewing for that, and what what do you what are you sharing on that 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 people can, you know, I don't know, benefit from? Yeah, it's it's exactly what we what we're discussing here. It's it it goes in the, the deeper dives around uh, around how you can do some of this process for your spiritual growth, and also we talk about about marketing, about sales, about all these all the aspects of business strategy. Um, so that you can get your gift out to the world in, in a bigger way. And that's what my interviews are all about. I love interviewing people who uh, are building businesses, not only successfully, but in an aligned way, mm. right? in a way that is their, their heart's calling, in a way that feels like it's guided. Um, I think just those interviews have been so powerful and I'm getting a lot of really, really good feedback around it. Um, but that's what's, that's what's really cool is just the, the idea of the podcast is to every single time you listen to it, you're able to develop both your spirituality and some aspect of business and integrate those two so that you can build something that's aligned and profitable and it's expanding and that you can truly just, you feel like this is you on your mission, you feel like this is you on your path, you feel like this is you contributing at levels that you know you can. Um, and so, yeah, I thought I'd put together a podcast to, that, would, that would help people do that at a larger level. Mm, I love it. I love it. Wouldn't it be nice if the whole world was just, if everybody was just doing what they were born to do, just, you know, truly aligned and imagine all, I always imagine it like we're, we're all little LED light, you know, around the world. And I just imagine all these lights coming on, you know, and imagine how bright the world would be. And it would just, you know, I know it's a duality. I know you can't have happy without sad and, you know, good without bad and all that kind of stuff. But just to just to have that um, aligned energy in abundance in the world, wouldn't that just be incredible? It would just be incredible. It's, it's definitely something I envision, that's for sure. Mm. Uh, and like you said, we're all on our journey. I think 
there's there's an aspect to of your spiritual journey that is moving towards your heart, moving towards you know your high your highest excitement, while simultaneously accepting and you know acknowledging the world as it is. Yeah, it's kind of it's 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 an interesting sort of uh, mindset, interesting philosophy. But when you are able to move from your heart and follow your highest excitement while simultaneously accepting and loving the world as it is, mm. you, you reach a deeper level of peace, right? You, yeah. you reach a, a level of peace where uh, you know you're on your path and you know you're just as just as loved, just as safe, just as enough, regardless of what happens after that. And if you can follow your, your heart's calling without any expectation, without any judgment on what it should or shouldn't lead to or what the world should or shouldn't be like, I mean, I find that's just when you just receive higher and higher levels of guidance. Mm. And um, and following that is so key. It is so exciting, so expansive. It's goddamn scary. Mm. <laughs> but I find that's where, where people are moving to more and more these days. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I think we're all guilty of that. We're all guilty of, um, you know, thinking, getting caught up in the trap. I know I do it sometimes. Totally. Getting, caught up in the trap of, oh, the world should be this way, you know, and I get cranky and then, then I do accept, you know, then I think, oh, I can't do much about it. It is what it is. But but I can't I can't deny that those feelings do flare up, do you know? And totally. It's, um... They're meant to, right? Yeah. They're meant to. We all have, have an ego. We all have, the you know, the, the lessons that we're learning. And, like, even, even now I wake up and because I've been, well, this is the way I sort of describe it as well. I find by doing this work, the more you do this deep inner work, the more you open up a space for more to be seen. Yeah. So it's kind of like, like for you, Karen, if you do a lot of the shadow work, you can expect that there's going to be more fears, doubts, and frustrations to come up. And that's because there's unconscious patterns within you that weren't ready to be seen, but now you've opened up a loving, safe space for them to be seen so they can be felt, so they can be... Uh, her they can be unconditionally loved so they can move on right so they can so they can leave that's similar to the the five-year-old in the park Mm. that's looking around that that five-year-old comes to you because there's an element of safety yeah you've opened up the level of safety and unconditional love where that truly uh you know allows that five-year-old to to come to you and that's similar to yeah the more we do the the inner work the more fears doubts and frustrations will come up um not in such quick succession um, as they used to, but it just offers a different element where you can you can anticipate this, you can expect this, but you can also provide an empowering meaning for it. Like even now, I'll meditate all day and I'll wake up the next morning. Sometimes I feel blissful. Sometimes I feel connected. Sometimes I feel oneness. Sometimes I'll feel fear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll have this heaviness in my chest or this emptiness in my stomach around confusion, right, around what to do next or or fears around uh, money or whatever. Mm. And I just know deep down, I have this this intuition and just this knowing that says, this is just, this is another five-year-old that's coming up that's ready to be seen, that was already in me, but just wasn't ready to be seen. And now it is. Now it's coming to my conscious awareness. It's coming to the surface because it's ready to be seen because I've done the inner work to open a loving, safe space for it. Mm. And I find, that's why I find on this entrepreneurial journey, as you say, there's the light and dark, but it's all there for a reason. It's all mm. there to serve you on your journey. And um, and that's the same with anything external as well. Mm. I love the way you've explained that because it, it makes it very um, accepting, you know, you know, so rather than saying, oh, bloody hell, I feel frustrated again, you know, rather than that, yeah. <laughs> to, to sort of look at it and say, okay, Yes, I feel frustrated, but it, and then to imagine that little five-year-old coming up, it actually makes it makes you, um, you know, accept it, embrace it, and deal with it in a much softer way, you know, a much more gentle way, and and more yeah. accepting way than than to be con- be fighting with it, you know. Ah, oh, you know, yeah, exactly. What I said, why the bloody hell? I was frustrated yesterday. I'm frustrated today. You know, instead by saying, oh, okay, all right. Well, it's just a five-year-old, so let me let me just you know take some time with that. It's a it's a much softer approach, isn't it? Much softer visualization yeah. of it. Mm. Totally. Yeah. And that's like exactly. It. That's that's closer to our nature, right? Yeah. It's 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 interesting because this era has been like for, for millennia now has been the overdominance of masculine energy. Yeah. It's very hard in this in this culture and this 
you know, in these norms to see how more of a gentle approach can really provide value. Yeah. Uh, everyone's like the hard work hustle. You have to fight through. You have to make this happen. You have to, you know, push your way through. And although that's also a skill we have, it's also an energy we can rely on. It can also be overdeveloped. And so it's, yeah. it, it can often be hard for us to realize that the, the gentleness and allowing and loving and surrendering can mm. truly just be the answer we're looking for. Mm. I find the more we embrace that, I, once I, I started getting coaching on this, my coach said for two weeks, sit in your feminine energy. Don't do anything masculine, mm. right? Not to overdevelop my feminine, but so I have a balance because I had an over, I had an overdeveloped masculine. I had a, a wounded warrior in me yeah. that didn't even realize, I didn't even remember why I was fighting. Yeah. Right. And I, I didn't have anywhere for that wounded masculine to go home mm. until I started really working on allowing and surrendering and doing things in flow and creativity, right? And gentleness. Yeah. And that's when. My, my wounded warrior, my wounded masculine was able to heal when now my, my focused energy, my action is so much more directed, it's so much more uh, purpose-driven, it's so much more resourceful because I relied also on, on this aspect of, of my feminine energy. And so and anyone who reads the Tao, you know, read this. Most, most people said it's the most wise book ever written, the Tao Te Ching written by Lao Tzu or subscribed by Lao Tzu. Yep. And it truly just emphasizes the point around surrender and allowing and mm. just truly just coming from life to a place of gentleness and just allowing what, what he calls the Tao, just allowing the Tao to flow and going with that way of life. As you know, Tibetan monks would say, the Wu Wei. It's mm. just like, it's just, it's just the Wu Wei. It's just, there's a flow of life. Are you going with it or are you resisting it? Yeah, I think more more people can apply that not only to their the personal lives but also business as well. Mm. It's kind of like uh, you know, and I'm going to get you to uh, message me that book uh, because it was hard to understand you, so that I can put it in the in the show notes, uh, so I can spell it properly for to share for other people. But it's it, it's kind of like um, you know, are you just sitting on a raft and floating down a river, you know, and just going with it, even if you're banging into rocks and sometimes you've got to hang on a little bit tighter. It's so much easier, you know, than trying to yeah. uh, you know row up that bloody river, you know, <laughs> against the tide, and it's it really is when you're in the flow it should just um should just flow i think when you're talking about feminine energy like that and you know the whole millennial millennium of uh, masculine energy it's it's starting to become you know you know talking about squeezing the balloon you know and and how squeeze one end express the other you know we've squeezed that end on you know, everybody on femininity you know everyone has to be so bloody masculine and at the 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 terrible end now where it's expressing itself wrongly is there's so much male suicide, you know, going on at the moment. That's a real, a re, particularly of farmers and that sort of stuff. And it's, I think that what's working with that is exactly what you're saying. You know, people are uh, having conversations in men's groups and men's safe spaces, you know, where they're actually speaking with gentleness you know and kindness to each other and um showing support and allowing emotions to come up and and that seems to be the absolute most healing thing for all these guys that are feeling you know like they want to end it so it it has been incredibly destructive in that in that way you know that men feel like they've got nowhere to go yeah i'd agree totally i'd agree and and i think you know a lot of my spiritual teachers uh uh, uh, emphasizing the fact that it will swing back into the feminine. Everything has to come back into alignment, and yeah. we will. Our society will swing back more into the the feminine, and then it will swing back to the masculine, and then the feminine again, and, until it reaches some sort of homeostasis. But um, it is very, very clear that we're we're on the swing towards allowing more more feminine. Yeah. Um, but what people might be able to feel intuitively in themselves if if they do have an overdeveloped masculine energy they do have an overdeveloped tendency to feel like they need to act and push and hustle Mm. and make this happen and the reason why you might feel that is if you sit and you don't if you sit in in a chair and you don't do anything how do you feel for me personally that was that was me i felt like who i was is what i do Mm. and so then when i sit down i don't 
I don't exist if I sit down and don't do anything, right? Then I started realizing that sitting down and, and releasing all of these patterns is actually the most productive thing you can do, yeah. right? I can, I can go and do some outreach for my business or do some marketing for my business, but if I do that from a place of fear or a place of not enoughness or a place of lack, mm. then, you know, it, it will only get me so far. But if I sit down and I, first of all, take 30 minutes to 60 minutes or whatever, and I heal that whole pattern, you know, of my 30 years, 31 years of life, and I tr- I just allow myself to heal that pattern first, and then I do my marketing from a place of non-attachment, from a place of peace, a place of love, a place of heartfelt connection, you can you can feel the, the difference. You'll be able to, you'll be, like we described at the start of this call, Mm. people will be able to feel the difference of where you're coming from yeah and so i find doing that inner work and coupling that with your marketing with your outreach is is truly the way in which you reach people and make the biggest difference oh i love it i'm just feeling it listening to you i'm sort of i was imagining um exactly doing that as you're saying it you know sitting in a chair and just getting into that space and then putting something out there so yeah i, I, I love it well this um i'm loving all this i could talk for hours but we can't because people will be like oh my god how long are these two going to talk for but um <laughs> we'll continue it. we'll continue off off the recording <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> Well, I wanted to ask you because this um, podcast is, is get off the bench, you know, and inspiring people to do that thing, follow their hearts, you know, be brave, whatever it is that they need to do. What advice would you give to someone who's sort of still sitting on the bench and worried that they'll fail or that they'll be rejected or that nobody will want what they have to offer? What, what advice would you give them? Yeah, I mean, it really depends what I found in my work. It really depends what helps someone the most depends on what level of consciousness they're at. Mm. For some people who have a very victim mindset, yep. it does help to often uh, jump into more of the masculine energy, for example, yep. and to and to realise that life doesn't happen to you, it happens from you. Like if, mm. you, if you truly uh, are the person who is just sitting on the couch, sitting on the bench, sitting at home, Watching, watching TV and think, oh, man, I just I find it hard to move and do these things because life is happening mm, to me. Yep. It really can help to, to, you know, use some hard work and hustle to actually get out there and move forward. Mm. Um, but if, if someone is, you know, out there and they're taking some action steps, they are taking some, uh, you know, they are taking some action towards their success, but they find themselves attached to the success. They find themselves attached to outcomes. Yep. You know, they might be not metaphorically sitting sitting on the bench, but they're in their mind they are because they know they've got a different level. It's at that stage, if you already are an achiever, you, it, it will be in your expansion to look more within yep. and start to heal the side of you that feels like, why do I need to achieve, right? Mm. So moving from, it depends. If you're moving from a victim, it often is in your expansion to move from a victim into an achiever. Yep. And that's often to rely on your masculine, use some hard work and hustle, maybe you know, reframe your circumstances to, to make, you know, change your state and, and actually do something. If you're already relying on those skills and you're still finding you don't have a fulfilled life, it will also require you to move from an achiever to what I call receiver. Mm. Where you're no longer looking out there to achieve results, but you're looking internally and healing these sides of you so that you can receive the answers, mm. you receive guidance. And that's when you start to do this inner work and you start to receive higher levels of, of intuition and guidance and, um, and you, you heal the side of you that needed to achieve in the first place. And that's why you start to, um, you start to get some deeper ideas and deeper answers. Mm. Yep, I love it. I've never had, never had that response before, but that's really... Yeah, really intuitive and really good. Yeah, I'm going to ponder that one. That's I, I really like that. Really like it. Great. Do you have any questions? Just send me a message, okay? <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> I'm absolutely loving this. I, I love I love sitting in this energy and talking about this stuff. I absolutely love it. It's it, you you feel like you're just in in where you're supposed to be. It really feels good. Yeah, yeah it's good. Well, where can people find you? So, like website, LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, you know, all those kind of things. Yeah, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on all the things, definitely on all the things. As you mentioned, my podcast is Awaken Your Business. Yep. 
Um, but most people find me on, on Facebook. You can do that. You know, you can do that through the Serving Circle. So if you just Google, uh, if you just search the Serving Circle in, in Facebook groups, you'll be able to find me there. Yeah. Um, but TysonCoaching.com is the website. Um, they would probably be the main ways in which you can uh, in which you can reach me and, and what I do. And yeah, just shoot me a message and and uh, and let me know. That you found me on this podcast and and yeah, we can definitely have a chat and see. Um, you know, see what areas of content will help you best mm. no that's fantastic i'll put all that stuff in the show notes anyway so people can find you easily through links Great. but um ah, oh, this has been truly fantastic I, and i'm so happy to start uh, a new year you know coming from this place and really um helping people to well at least giving people the information so that they can choose you know to to step into a more heartfelt kind of business operation you know and and start to brighten up the world even even more than they are and I'm just I I think that after 2020 uh you know and and I'm not going to say it's been completely disastrous it has for some but I've chosen to you know look at the silver linings and I've had a, a, some incredible things happen that I never would have expected even though all my travel was you know hit on the head but other things have expanded and I think that uh, 2020 has been one of those years that uh, we, I don't know, I don't even know the word. It's its completely been unprecedented and knocked us off our usual lives, you know. So some people have really um, fallen one way, some the other, and some are just still sitting upright, hanging on tight. So I think that it, it's the only way to move forward is to say, well, as you say, don't let life happen to you, you know, you make it happen from you. And if you're going to do that, which you should, that you might as well do it um, in alignment. You might as well do it with your heart first and foremost. And, you know, you know and you've got nothing to lose. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I'll add, I'll add a different one to that, as Michael Beckwith um, says, you move from life happens to you, to life happens from you. And then when you go do the inner work, it's life happens through you. Yeah. You truly just truly just sit there and allow. You truly just sit there and in a space of alignment. And what you'll find is you don't really need to find any answers. You, your, your physical mind doesn't need to find any answers and it's not out there. Things just flow through you. And that's really where you start receiving all those answers. And, yeah. And then you can, if you're willing to go on the spiritual journey, you start realizing that, you know, you just are life. Yeah. Life isn't necessarily just happening through, but you, you are life. And you just, you have this aspect of oneness that is uh, truly, truly peaceful. And um, if you're willing to go on that journey and then obviously build a business or, or build your your own, you know, goals and alignment from that, I'm all for it. Mm. And uh, you have my 100% support. Anyone who's willing to go on that journey, I think there's no better, there's no greater path, there's no greater um, steps you can move forward in. Mm. And if you're, if you're doing that from a place of love, if you're doing it from a place of growth, if you're doing it from a place of contribution, you know, you'll be the example for all those that are around you as well. Mm. Yep, absolutely love it. And I love that through you too. I just, you know, before we go, I, I, well, I don't know, you know, some people call them angels, some people call it universe, some people call it inner self. It doesn't matter what you call it, God, you know, but um, if, if I'm going to something important, I always talk to, well, I call them the angels, you know, angel of communication, angel of listening, you know, angel of all that sort of stuff. And I always talk to them before I get there. And you know that, that, that working through you, I will be doing something like teaching or training or, or speaking or whatever, and stuff comes through me. I honestly think to myself afterwards where did that come from I don't even know that knowledge do you know I don't yeah. even know I don't even know what I said but it just came out like completely like it was coming from me so it's uh, uh, that stuff does work that stuff is um yes. amazing when you when you let it happen and when you you know you embrace it and ask it to happen just allow it just it's wonderful yeah. wonderful wonderful space yeah oh Tyson, I have loved this. Absolutely loved it. I'm so glad you've opened my year with this and um, so glad that we actually got to speak in person too. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, absolute pleasure. As soon as you invited me on, I'm all for it. Anytime you have a, a mission or purpose or message to help someone, you know, move and, 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 and you know, spiritually go on their journey so they can build something of themselves and obviously reach more levels of fulfillment and purpose, on that path and I'm all for it. So more than happy to be here, more than 
happy to uh, you know share my experiences and my journey, and, and hopefully the uh, hopefully your listeners can take away some some keynotes here and just start implementing some of this stuff in their life as well. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Hopefully as well. All right. Well, thank you, and I will be in touch because I've uh, you know thinking of a few things as we're speaking. So, and, and besides, I need you to write me down that book so that um, everybody else can you know have a crack at reading that and make a difference in their lives. So. Yeah, that, <laughs> we'll do, yeah we'll do. wonderful. All right, well, you enjoy the rest of the day and I truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for um, just sharing an hour with us. Really thankful. You're very welcome, Karen. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. All right, chat soon. Thanks, Tyson. Oh, guys, I absolutely love that. Look, we're, we're just moving into a new year, 2021. Today's the very first day of 2021 and we just have to look at life differently you know the um, coronavirus is starting to flare up again and you know it's just going to be this round and round bloody thing for god knows how many how many months or how many years and we've got a choice you know we can live by default we can live by design we can we get to choose and so when we're moving into this year let's choose to put our hearts into our businesses, put our hearts into our lives, you know, to really open up and, and to be, to, to receive all the messages and all the, you know, information that really does make us a better person and to then put that out there into the world and not worry about what other people think and not worry about competing and not worry about all of those things that have caused, as Tyson said, so much masculine energy in the past. Let's be kind. Let's be gentle. Let's be vulnerable. Let's be sharing. You know, let's wear our heart on our sleeves. Let's bring heart into everything we do. And let's make 2021 one of those years that is just bloody super fantastic despite what's going on around us. I've absolutely loved this. So why don't you go and join the Serving Circle on Facebook and, you know, take part in the collaboration calls, that I'll, which I'm going to, and check out Tyson's website. And if you're not already, just get on board. So we might as well all be on that train and living a life that's in alignment, that's easy, that's flowing, and that helps us and also helps other people. So anyway, that's it. I hope you've enjoyed this for the opening of a new year and uh, let's get into it together. And once again, thank you so much for joining me and thanks for being here for yet another year. Okay, see you next week. Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.